Yeah, so um, I don't know if people can see, but I got my, um, you don't need training, just need trusting t-shirt. Remember that message? Yeah, well, I got the t-shirt now, guys. So you don't need training, just need trusting. So, you know, in order for there to be progress, there has to be a, uh, a plan. And one of the things that, um, as time moves on, as time moves forward, um, there has to be a plan that's uh, also moving forward in order for there to be progress. Meaning what I'm saying is that with the lapse of time, there has to be an unfolding of a plan and there has to be uh, life progress that is um, being made. Otherwise, a life will just remain stagnant. So in 2024, by the end of this year, you should not be in the same place as you were at the end of 2023. Does, does that make sense? You should not be in the same place there has to be progress. Wouldn't it be ridiculous if we were all still in elementary school today? Right? That would be ridiculous. No progress has been made. What I am saying, here's what I'm saying. You can't just be living without any direction. You cannot just be living without no direction so here's the first um uh, prayer point is lord god give me the grace to move in your direction see i don't just want to go in any direction when I was a kid in the 70s, I remember when people used to hitchhike. And you know what people used to say when they hitchhike? Oh, wherever you're going. Wherever you're going. I mean, what? Whoa. These are like aimless people. You know what these people call this? I'm just a free spirit. You know, you are a free spirit. We're a free spirit with direction. With direction. And guess what? Who gives us direction? The leading of the Holy Spirit. You are a free spirit. You know who set you free? Jesus, if you know him. And if you don't, at the end of this meeting, you'll have an opportunity to. So yes, you are a free spirit, but with direction. I am free to get in my car and just drive wherever i don't you don't have the time to do that neither the inclination so it's lord god 
lead me in the direction that I should be going in this year in order to make progress. You know that you can be lost for a long time, years and years. You can be lost for a lifetime. And in 10 minutes, God can get you to the place you are supposed to go to. The Israelites were lost for 44 years for wandering in the wilderness. And in 10 minutes, God can get you to the place that you are supposed to get to. There's many people here on this line now who have been frustrated because you haven't been able to get out of your own way for decades, a lifetime. Lord God, give me the grace of the right direction now leading me in the right direction now lord in jesus name amen let's pray father we just thank you we just praise your holy name lord god father we pray that you would lead us in the right direction this year lord god right now in jesus name and whatever it is that causes an obstruction, Lord God, move it out of the way in Jesus' name. You know, the greatest uh, tragedy, I think, is to be made and created for a purpose and for that purpose not to be fulfilled there's a lot of books that were not written that are in the graveyard a lot of different things a lot of projects not done that are in the graveyard right so here is the prayer but it's lord god let everything that you have planted in me let it grow you know the scripture work out your own salvation with fear and trembling that's a mining term that's talking about working out of you what has been worked in you when you go down into a mine people are only just bringing up what's been put there really People are only just bringing up what's being put there. Meaning, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. This is because you have an individual purpose and a plan. And God wants you to work out what is in there. There are a lot of miserable people today who don't know that joy has been worked in them. There's a lot of hateful people today who don't know that God has shed love abroad. It says that right in Romans 5, verse 3 to 5. God has shed love abroad by the power of the Holy Spirit, right? But there's, those people are not loving. You have got to trust and ask God to work it out, to break it open. So, 
It's, Lord God, give me the grace that what you have worked in, that you would work it out, Lord God, and I would see the manifestation of those things, of love, of potential, of peace, of joy, Lord God. All of these things are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. These are things that are worked out. You have an inheritance that you that you have not accessed. What about that? That you have not accessed. Work out the things that you have deposited in me. Work them out so I and others around me may enjoy the manifestation of these things in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we just praise your holy name. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would work out, Lord God, all of the things that you have worked in me, Lord God, that you would work them out in Jesus' name, Lord God. Work those things out, Lord, we ask in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Here's the next prayer point. If you seem to not be able to get out of your way, it's probably because something is in your way. And I am talking now about a spiritual demonic affliction. There are people who go around and around and around in circles. Some people are led by the Holy Spirit and some people are pushed by demonic spirits, right? I want to be led. I don't want to be pushed, right? So it's, Lord God, if I have been listening to the wrong voices, if I have been pushed instead of being led, Lord God, take that force away from me, Lord God. Tune me out, Father. Lord God, take that force away from me, Lord, we ask in Jesus' name, amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, if I have been pushed, Lord God, instead of being led, Lord God, take that force away from me. Lord God, take that force away from me. Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We talked about fear a lot for the simple reason being is that fear causes a lot of it's a major obstruction in our life we spoke about it how it prevents us from capitalizing on opportunities because what fear is designed to get you to do is nothing Really, is nothing. Doors are open for people, but God does expect you to walk through those doors by faith. Never, ever, ever think that God does everything for you. No, God doesn't do everything. God orchestrates everything. All you have to do is walk through that door. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. But Jesus required them, move that stone. You move that stone to that tomb. Yeah, 
you move that stone to that tomb. That's a faith walk. It's faith by coming through the ceiling to get to Jesus. It's by faith when a guy actually says, no, you don't need to come to my house to raise my servant up from the dead. No, I'm a man under authority. I know how this works. Right? A woman who's under the table looking for the scraps. That is faith. So here's what I'm saying today. Lord God, give me the grace for my faith today to eclipse my fear. You cannot have fear of faith working at the same time. No, that's almost like saying someone saying, I'm wet and I'm dry. No, you're just confused. You can't have those two things. Really, I, I'm, in, I'm in the light and I'm in the darkness. No, you're just confused. Really? You know, I'm up and I'm down. You're confused. Right? So, Lord God, give me the grace that this year will my faith eclipse my fear. My faith will eclipse my fear in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Lord God, Father, we pray that you will give me the grace for my faith this year, Lord God, to eclipse my fear in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Lord God, break any behavior from me. And you know what the behavior is. That is causing my life to remain stagnant that is causing has caused my life to remain stagnant really there is some behavior it's almost like having one of those boot blocks on your car you can't move it your car is stagnant listen I'm telling you at least if that bootlock is on your car, you know where it will be at all times because that car's not moving anywhere. <laughs> really, that car is not moving anywhere. But here's the problem. Here's the problem now. Is you don't want that bootlock on your life because you don't want to say that your life is in that same place at all times. You see the, the rationale? It keeps you clamped down. Right? So, Lord God, break any behaviors, Lord God, that is keeping my life stagnant. I do not want to say I know where my life is at all times. My life should be on the move. I should be making progress in all areas, emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially, in all areas, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, give me the grace, Lord God. Give me the grace, Lord, that my life, Lord God, will not be held down by behaviors. Break them, Lord God. Break the behaviors that keep my life stagnant, that keep my life on lockdown, Lord God. Keep my life booted down, Lord, we ask in Jesus' name.
Amen. 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 You know, I want to quickly, a quick message I have. This message to, um, to the kids at the school uh, yesterday. So, real quick, I this is this is the way, this is the way, this is the way that your life will move forward. The way up is down, and the way down is up. So Philippians two, have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus. What attitude? This is it. So although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to hold on to, something to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. So he emptied himself. And by the way, in the original language, have this attitude, have this mind. That's an imperative. It's in the imperative case, which an imperative is a command. So it's not a suggestion. It's a command that we have this attitude, need to have this attitude that was in Christ Jesus. Here's what that means. You have learned, we've all learned how to be prideful in this well, every single one of us, we have to unlearn that. We've all learned it's a prideful cat. It's just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've all learned, right? Now, Max, we've all learned how to be prideful. What we have to do now, we have to unlearn it. Why is that? Because God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. I told the kids, there's a book on, on my bookshelf um, that say the rise and fall of practically everybody. And all of these people, and I brought one person out of this book, Napoleon, who was a military genius, but pride destroyed him. Pride destroyed him. Napoleon is one of the greatest military tacticians in all of history, but pride actually destroyed this man. And is I also told him about Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, I'm so great. I built this great city. God brought him down on all fours. He's telling us to have this attitude in ourselves. This attitude is what Jesus Christ had. I mean, one could say that there's nobody on the planet in the universe as privileged as God. But God emptied himself of that privilege. We are to have this attitude. You want someone to emulate, emulate Jesus that had this attitude, exist in the form of God and being made in the likeness of men, being found in the presence of man, he humbled himself becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. So he humbled himself to essentially the most ignoble death in all of history. 
Do you know what was considered to be a great humane death in France? It was the guillotine. It was the guillotine. And it was because it was quick. Crucifixion was considered to be one of the worst deaths in all of history because it was slow. It was also designed to strip you of your dignity. The guillotine was quick. You didn't even have a chance to get to get comfortable there before your head was off, really. Whereas the crucifixion was the most ignoble death. It was designed to strip you, of course, of your life and your dignity. So, but where it says that, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bond servant and being made in the likeness of men, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason, also God has highly exalted him, meaning the further you go down and understand what humility is. It's a smallness of mind, not looking down on anybody else, not exalting yourself, but seeing yourself the way that God sees you. This isn't about being a doormat. It's about seeing yourself through a correct set of down-to-earth lenses. Not exalting yourself. Understand, Jesus brought himself down and waited for God to lift him up. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due time. God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Anyone who knows me, knows i love this scripture isaiah 57 verse 15 isaiah 57 verse 15 look what god says for thus says the high and exalted one who lives forever whose name is holy i dwell in a high and holy place and also with a contrite and lowly of spirit in order to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. So this high and exalted God who lives forever, whose name is holy, he hangs out with humble people. He hangs out with the humble people. Really. He doesn't hang out with the proud, loud, and arrogant. No, no, no. No, folks. No. He hangs out with humble people. Humility should be a character trait that you cultivate this year. Really, so here's the prayer point before I hand it over to Sandy. This is our first meeting of the year. So here's the prayer. Uh, what is, Lord God, give me the grace to cultivate humility. Give me the grace not to think more highly of myself than I ought to, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray that you would give me the grace to humble myself, not to think more highly of myself than I ought to, Lord God. Give me that grace, Lord, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So the caring call. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, please say this prayer with me. Father Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know you shed your precious blood so that I might be saved. 
I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. I thank you for saving me, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that I will not be wandering this year. I will not be obstructed. I will not be clapped down, Lord God. I will not be arrogant or lofty of mind, Lord God. I will not repeat these behaviors that I've repeated that would obstruct me, Lord God. I will be a person on the move this year. Now that I know you, Lord God, make my life something that I could never do alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, that's all, folks.